What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today! I love driving with Uber because I have access to 24-7 live support. As a female driver, I need to feel protected. Uber has my back for sure. Uber, earn like a boss. Sign up to earn today at uber.com slash boss. Hi, this is Will Arnett. I, we, are inviting you to follow us as we go on tour and we take our podcast, Smartless, on the road. Join us and watch any boundaries we previously had disappear. Like you've never seen us before, you'll see us on the road ordering lunch, roasting each other, and on stage as we surprise each other with a mystery celebrity guest in each city. Boy, that sounds amazing. Welcome to to Smartless! Don't miss our new series, Smartless on the Road, streaming May 23rd, only on Max. Subscription required. Forever! So what did you all think about Dave Chappelle's SNL? No, what are you doing? You? What are you <laughs> doing? Not today. Not today. <laughs> I'll say this. I'll say the only things I'll say are the only things I'll say are I watched it because of all of the discourse. I when I found out that he was going to be on, I didn't even want to see it because I am in a I have a very conflicting relationship with him since he just was like i'm gonna go for bat for this trans stance that i have and it was like very difficult and uh and so i watched it after the fact and the my takeaways are he felt very like og Chappelle in a way that he hadn't in some of the recent stuff that i had seen and i also feel like i fully get i fully get how polarizing this particular set is that's what i'll say <laughs> i'll <Yeah>. say that <laughs> he, he does couple he does throw a couple punches at trump in a way that does feel those those are great and but then when i think <laughs> when i think for a second about them i go it feels like he's using them to underscore other things that he's saying that makes that the that are a little bit more questionable and it, and then it's and then it becomes hard to be like that's really funny <laughs> for me for me and that's where I came in you know I know other people you know feel great about it and just love the set from top to bottom and I know some people hate the set from top to bottom. I'm gonna read this. That's where I'm at. Uh, statement. <laughs> you have a statement. <laughs> you I would st- like to denounce anti-Semitism <laughs> in all its forms, <laughs> and I stand with my Jewish brothers and sisters. <laughs> Is how he started off the segment, and I thought that was that was my favorite part. <laughs> I usually do this after the uh, cold open, but I just want the listeners to know that you just heard the voice of James the Third. Yeah, that was uh, me. That was James the Third. <laughs> I stand by what I just said. <laughs> he said that with his chest from the depths of his soul, man. <laughs> Draw, would you like to speak from your soul, man? <laughs> Draw's not on the podcast right now. Right now, the, the, there are only two voices happening on the podcast. 
Let's start the show. <laughs> Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drum Y'all niggas ain't getting me in no trouble. Not today. <laughs> Not today. Uh-uh. Welcome to Black Man Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. The NRA, the Negro Ridiculous Association. See how easy that was? Say a different R. Oh, I was like, that's not uh, said. Drop in a uh, different R. Just another, a, another word. This Negro's Ridiculous Association. Could have even been that. Wow. Could, that would have flowed I mean, a little bit. What a start. I mean, <laughs> when this movie come out, is it the year? Is it the year twenty? Is it the year twenty fifteen? That's what it feels like. <laughs> this oh eight. Remember twenty fifteen before Trump got elected? It's the, I feel like it was the peak of what we now refer to as wokeness. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> guys, peak wokeness. Peak wokeness. It was like it was like the it was yeah it was that was the that was the peak before then before. You know, we were like, oh, we're... anyway, never mind. <laughs> Y'all gonna get a lot of not me on this one. Not today. <laughs> not today. I'm gonna cut my mic back off. Melissa, unplug me. For those uh, who are listening for the first time, welcome. We are a film review podcast, okay? We review the films of leading black actors. We talk about them in the context of race and diversity in Hollywood. I don't talk about race or nothing in Hollywood. I don't say nothing. I don't even know. Do. I don't know where Hollywood at. Where is it? I don't know shit. Today, we are reviewing the 2008 film Soul Men, directed by Malcolm D. Lee, starring Samuel Jackson, the late great bernie mac there's also an appearance by isaac hayes now i don't know why going into this i thought this was the samuel jackson eugene levy movie what's that one? Oh, when he has to like protect <laughs> eugene levy or something soul brother or? i don't know is it called soul soul something? man i think it's called soul man no way there's a soul it's called the man oh okay. the man okay. oh the man <laughs> the, the man. man okay that's Got what it. I thought we were watching. I was like, and why is Eugene why Levy a part of that? I think we should clarify who's talking. <laughs> I think I think I think we should do your bit to let people know who's saying I'm what. Just saying, there's a lot of Scientologists out here. Okay. <laughs> there there are. <laughs> Guys, it's uh, this This is the last episode of our podcast. Why is how is Soulman the episode that got us? <laughs> it has nothing to do. This that movie has nothing to do with any of this stuff. <laughs> also, people are going to be listening to this weeks after after that SNL episode. Dropped. Hopefully, because it's Soulman, we don't have as many listeners. Can you on tell this when we're recording this episode? Okay, listen. <laughs> you know what? Soul Soulman is it's a, it's a it's a it's a musical comedy film. Okay. Oh yeah. Sorry. So the person who thank you please do was making. <laughs> light-hearted jokes about Scientology, which is a religion like any other that is uh, offered the same protections as, as all others, is Jonathan Braylock. I don't, I'm not coming for Scientologists. I just want to make it clear that this is a parody account. Who? Okay. You got a parody account? 
this is a par- they, yeah no this he's doing parodies and he's currently he's actively it was a pair it was parody i just want to just you know just like twitter just very big, clear and obvious it's, it's parody it's a joke i do not believe scientologists control hollywood i do not believe that okay I denounce I, I denounce anti-Scientologists in all their forms. Oh my god. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. It's uh, it, it's getting it's somehow getting worse. <laughs> I would like to say I approve of nothing that has happened on this podcast so far. You guys may not hear from me too much on this episode. This voice that cares about his future on the entire episode. On the episode, we're talking about soul men. I don't, how did we get here? We're talking about soul men. <laughs> Bray did How it. did Bray we get did it. here? I blame Bray. I did Bray could have said anything. Bray could have started this in any way. <laughs> and he chose to go down this path. This very fearful, v- very quiet voice is that of Gerard Milligan. And I am James III. You ain't gonna tell him you was the one doing the code open. Who was? Yeah, okay, cool, 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 I sound the. I don't sound any different. It's the same voice. Listen, we're they talking know about who it soul is. Man. They know who it Soul is. Soul Man has a rotten <laughs> tomato score of 45%, 58% on, on rotten tomato, 58% audience score. It made, made $12 million off a reported budget of $40 million. Well, listen, I got to tell you, I saw the, the trailers for this, I remember, and I was like, no way I'm yeah. seeing this. I, I, the thought was, no way I'm seeing this was the thought I had when I saw it. Yeah. It was one of three... Bernie Mac films released after his death. Wow. Three? What else was Yeah. There? Another one was also released on the same day, which was Madagascar Escape to Africa. I don't remember that, but I, saw, I don't remember that. I saw Weren't that they in Africa? I thought they were in Africa the whole time. No, well, they, they weren't. They escaped to Africa in the first film. So I don't know. So this one is Escape from Africa? <laughs> What's it called? But it's, what was the title? But it, <laughs> it's still Escape to Africa with the numeral two. Madagascar back in Africa? Well, may, is it? are they trying to say that they're in Madagascar and they're going to the continent of Africa and not counting Madagascar as a part of the no, African continent? No, because, wait, do they, do they escape in that first one, though? I don't, I don't quite they, remember. They escape the zoo. No, yeah, they escape they're the zoo, zoo and... animals that, that mm-hmm. escape, and then they get to Madagascar. Right, and Madagascar 2 opens in Africa, if I remember correctly. So, though, I don't Correct. know. I don't know. That was a long time ago. That movie's a franchise. I never saw that movie. I only saw the first one. They got they got TV shows. They got penguin spinoffs. They got mad stuff. How do I get one of those? This film is is about two ex like Motown esque kind of singers who are part of a, a group. The lead singer, played by John Legend, which is fun, ha- has died, and there is going to be a reunion. Well, not a reunion. Well, yeah, I guess they want them for the reunion of like a funeral, tele- televised funeral in which they they're asked to sing a song and so they try to reunite but the you know there's tension between them and this is about their their road trip to was it tennessee i know new york they're trying to get to new york no they're going to the apollo oh they're going to the apollo but they they yes. wind up in tennessee they wind up point, they, they yeah they do no that's the whole that's the like probably, big probably <laughs> that's when they meet the, the daughter that's where like most of the stuff go down right, right. they the take the daughter right. to memphis oh no they meet the daughter in memphis I don't remember. No, they meet her in Oklahoma and then take her to Memphis. Uh, and then they go to Apollo. Initial thoughts, I don't know what else to do right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go. I'll do you go. understand why I was trying to make this opening so spicy? No, y- 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 y'all messy. <laughs> y- y'all for sure messy. 
<laughs> it's funny because this movie is not good, but it was funny. <laughs> Damn. But it was funny. <laughs> well, this is my thing. I was watching it yeah, like this movie. Uh, this movie ain't shit. I ain't say that. I ain't say that. I said it's not good, but it was fun. Like for me, it was like I laughed out loud a lot. You know, the story, I'm like, who cares? I w- it was just cool. They were like watching Bernie Mac and Sam Jackson just yell at each other. <laughs> like, why you hit me? I don't know. I came in. You was knocked out. No, you didn't. Yeah. It, 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 literally, there's a scene of them in that apartment just yelling. You know, <laughs> it's just yelling. It's very long. <laughs> it's so long. At one point, Bernie Mac leaves, comes back and they start yelling again. And I'm like, I'm here for Bernie Mac. In the apartment? Oh, yeah. yeah. At the beginning. In the beginning. Yeah. And then even like when they're on the road, I don't know, man. (laughs) Bernie Mac. I think Bernie Mac was so funny, man. Like, I I enjoyed it. So, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, no, I feel like uh, this is one of those films that very much rides its star power. Bernie Mac. Honestly, mostly Bernie Mac is like the reason that I feel found this film enjoyable. He's very, very funny. Not that Samuel Jackson wasn't good. Like he was good, but you know, he was just doing his kind of shit Samuel Jackson stick. And it was really like Bernie Mac <laughs> that was like providing the humor for most of it. There are a couple of funny lines here and there. There's a lot of like homophobic jokes. I I it's one of those it's just you realize how there's just a lot of like there's a lot of like actual like literal homophobia <laughs> like actually like them being afraid of of being gay you know what i mean oh oh you mean when he when he had when he had the when he had the the hard dick and he was trying to like be in the same bed together yeah mhm i ain't trying to be in the bed with y'all niggas y'all got a hard dick i mean is that like is that yeah but it was it's sort of like Correct. it's like the way but... he sure sure we we wouldn't want that sure that was that, that's not something we would voluntarily engage in but it's the way he reacted to it, I think, is what the problem is. I mean, look, man. <laughs> it's not disgusting to have a hard dick. And he called it disgusting. He said, you're disgusting. Because it's in the bed <laughs> you know. with me. You ain't got why you got it in the bed with me. A hard dick, not disgusting. <laughs> it's just not. It is a fact of life. It is a... I, it wasn't just that. It wasn't just that. It wasn't just that. There were other... There were That's other... one of them, though. There were other moments. There, there were, yeah, there's just like, it's just one of those things where it's like the idea of men being romantic with each other. They're like, oh, God, you know, it's like a lot of that. Oh, I didn't remember that. And there it is. <laughs> no, that he was in a bed trying to go to sleep. Well, yeah. And his, it, no, man, now, no. I get him being like, oh, what is that? Oh, you know what? No, I, I'm going to no sleep fucking- on the- James, James, yo, there's no oh, way you gonna be that. Oh, there's no. No. I mean, it's, there's I feel no like if you were to do that, like, if you were to do that today, no if you were to do that today, it, you, you, it would be similar. But what you, what he would say is something like, he'd be like, "Are you assaulting me? Like that's a, that's sexual assault. Like that's not sexual assault. It is sexual that assault." Is and then literally, would, what the joke would be, it would that's be what it you would, would be. you would then debate what sexual assault is. You know what I mean? Like that that's would be the joke. What would happen? But in this, but in in the context of 2008 and the early 2000s and 90s and 80s and 70s, the, the context of that joke is like, hey, man, you trying to have sex with me? Like, you know, like... He didn't even that didn't even happen that. to me in prison, he says. Yeah, he, he says did. that didn't he happen did. to me in prison. That didn't even happen to me in prison. can't get a dick on the... <laughs> All right. And then he said, I would rather you kill me than 
something. I don't know. Because he didn't want Ooh. no dick on his butt. <laughs> no, he did say he would rather, but he said he, but he, but, but he said he did say I would rather die. He said he did say, <laughs> but he didn't say, but he wasn't like he'd rather he'd rather die. All right, <laughs> we don't have to debate this that that much. I I feel like it's coming from a place of him being scared of of uh, homosexuality. Not saying that he should want somebody's hard penis up against him. He shouldn't, especially if he doesn't want that. If that's not what you, if you didn't voluntarily, yeah. you know, if you, or you're, if you're not a willing participant, then that's not what you would want. Right. <laughs> what? I feel like we just explained it pretty clearly just then. What's up, folks? This podcast is sponsored by Earning. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn could be in your hands today with Earning. Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earning app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Think about it. Say you're going out for a special date or it's getting hot, y'all. You might need a fresh outfit for brunch or something nice or maybe you just want to feel good and take yourself to dinner. Earning can help you today. Make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoy earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Download Earning today. That's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign in. It'll help the show out. Jump Under Podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period. See Earning.com slash DOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Lay's. Lay's potato chips are made from real potatoes from real farms, and they're closer than you might think. Golden grows here on over 100 farms across North America. So whenever you open up a bag of Lay's, you can thank your farmers for making your stay golden moments possible. Lay's, stay golden. To learn more, head to goldengrowshere.com. What are you laughing at? Laffy Taffy. They have a funny joke on every wrapper, and I love how fruity they are. Banana's my favorite. Want one? Sure. Mmm, so smooth and chewy. I like to eat them after school and after dinner and after... Whenever you need a good LOL? Yeah. So, here's the joke. What do clouds wear under their shorts? Thunderpants. That is good. (laughs) (laughs) Share a delicious Laffy Taffy moment with the people you love. Head to LaffyTaffy.com to shop now. This whole everything up until this point is being scrubbed. I we're want not, no parts of this. <laughs> we're, we're none. Here. none. The podcast. The podcast in two weeks is going to start at my initial thoughts, <laughs> which are James. You go. You go. <laughs> which which are this? I'm gonna. I'll say this. I'll say I tried to watch this movie three times today. Okay, I put it. I put it on. 
I don't know. Well, so far I was up at eight. I was up at eight a.m. or seven, maybe even with the baby. And I was like, I should go back to bed. But then I wanted to keep anyway. I was like, I'll start it now. I'll start, I decided to start it early. And cut to like seven minutes later, like a lot of shit has happened and I have no idea what's going on in the movie. So I <laughs> rewound it again. I got 20 minutes in that time. I still had no idea what was happening. So I had to start it. <laughs> I had to start it a third time after work. I don't know why it was not written. I imagine I was just really tired or, or whatever. Um, the movie is, I, I, I agree. I think this movie is funny. I think that there are things about it structurally that I'm like, I'll just say specifically what I think it is. It's like, it's like this movie went for like, there's like a lot of nudity in, in, in the movie. There's a lot of like, there's a lot of just hard dicks in the, in the, in the movie. And there, it goes very blue in that way. And in, in a way that like, I don't know that the rest, the movie around that needs just like, uh, it's not really gratuitous, but it has that feeling in a in a movie in the in the context of the rest of the movie. Like, why are we now looking at a, a breast? Why are we now looking at a dick? Like, you just sort of have that question <laughs> about about <laughs> about it for me. And so that was a little like it was like I don't I don't know why we're why we're doing this. That being said, yeah, you know it's a two thousand eight comedy. Yeah, right. And, and and that they just have those. That's just what happens. It's like we got to show we got to have the nudity, we got to have the dicks, we got to have the, right. That being said, when I really got into it and we get to that scene, that long apartment scene, I was like, wow, like I like Bernie Mac and Samuel Jackson together. Like I like them. I feel like they're like such a weird it's such a, it's it's when I saw the trailer in 2008 when the when the trailer came out and the commercials came out, I was like I'm not seeing that. That feels like a weird pairing. And I don't know, like, like making myself sit down and watch it for this. I'm thankful to have had the opportunity to do that because it ended up being a better pairing than I than I thought it was going to be. I also realized watching this that you could just put put Samuel Jackson in any kind of hairpiece in any kind of costume, and I'm just going to believe I'm going to believe that's <laughs> I'm going to believe that dude is walking around. He Samuel Jackson so rarely changes. Anything about his approach to like a character is like it's a costume and conviction. And we're just like, yep, there he is. That's him. And that's not even shade. That's just the type of actor that he is. And I I don't know. Like I was like, yep, I'm on board with this. I'm on board with who he is. And yeah, you know, there's some laughs here. Oh, something that I actually thought was, and this is the last thing I'll say, that I thought was like great was that they don't like do anything to their voices. We just like hear for the mo I guess for the most part, we hear I don't know if they're are ever other times where they do, you know, if there's sometimes where they do a little bit of juicing, but there's a few scenes where we just hear them singing, like just Samuel Jackson and Bernie Mac just singing. And I thought that that was cool, given the fact that they like used to be stars and also used to be background singers. Now, I mean, the reality is a lot of times people that are singing in the back are like sometimes better than <laughs> better than the front person you know but like but for what this movie was it was it i thought that was cool that like they it was just like yeah this is how they sound now you know i thought that i i i like that's it that's all i'll say we'll get into it as we talk about it i dig that right. i dig that so this starts with kind of like compilation of that behind the music of the band 
you know, with John yeah. Legend and all that stuff. Loved that it was John Legend as the front man of, <laughs> yeah. the, right, of the group. <laughs> he was really funny in those, like, handful of times we saw him. Yeah, it's like because we never saw him in real life. We only saw him in like flashback. No. In the flashback no. and then his dead <laughs> yeah. body. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. And then and then what happens? We we see the video of them, and the first person we see is Bernie, and it's him and Mike Epps. Mike Epps is dropping him off at like a retirement home. I also like that they're the duo song before they stopped in the 70s was like, I'll be your puppet. <laughs> Something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm your puppet. I'm your puppet. <laughs> All the songs sound like old Motown songs. So I'm like, yeah, I did. I did. I, I'm. I'm not ashamed to say that during the the car wash scene, <laughs> the car wash scene, I stopped and went to IMDb and was like, are any of these women credited? Because I want to follow them. I want to find where they are. I do any of them have. I'm just scroll. I'm just James. scrolling through IMDb like, are they, do they have? <laughs> did you say you're not ashamed to say that? <laughs> I'm not ashamed, James. I'm not, you, you, you should be. be. You should be. Ashamed. I'm not. I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed to say it because listen, they're beautiful women, and you know, and in case they were models or something, I just wanted to know if I could, if I could, James. continue to support their work, and <laughs> and be a champion of of their role in in the film, and then also in, in any subsequent James. Do you, work do you that, they, that they did? Do you erase your your search history? I really should, but I don't. It's it's very available. <laughs> it's not okay. No, it's, this it's is the last. Brother. This got to be it's the last episode because y'all motherfuckers have lost this. <laughs> yeah, James literally said that that scene that we skipped over. James goes back to and when he said that, I had to go it, back because I while it was happening, I was like, I need to make. It's like what happened the last time this this has not happened before. The last time that it hasn't happened many times before the last time this happened though was boo boo a medea's halloween or maybe it was boo too whichever one had lexi pantera in it <laughs> she's like twerking in the, in the scene and i said it on air i said it on air i stopped i'm watching the movie in theaters and i stopped and i found her on instagram <laughs> i do remember that though i re i do actually just that's one of the parts of the movies that i remember the most is when she just starts twerking <laughs> Because it's it was so random and it was just like for no reason. But it was very focused no on reason. her work. <laughs> is that is that what she does? She said, "Why are we talking?" I'm not. Yeah, I just wanted to connect what was happening right now with for anyone that's listening, you know, so that they can know the history. Wow! Now I got me looking at Boo Boo Halloween. So it's so funny you bring up that one scene because he kept saying rim job over and over again, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this is definitely a pre woke yes, era did. movie." Like I was like, "This is." <laughs> We're in for it now. If you're doing this in the open, man, it's only gonna get it's only gonna get way more reckless after this. My thing about it was like, was that the that was the point, right? Like the point was for it to. It was very sexual, yeah. In worlds, in in worlds, the point was that it was sexual, right? Not the point of the script. Okay, okay. But it was also supposed to be funny. Yeah. No. Yeah. There was a, the opening scene with Mike Epps and. Yo, wait! And, what? And Why does Mac. this scene exist? Wait, what are you looking at? <laughs> Yo! Are you watching it? Yo, Wait, do you not remember? Scene? Did you forget? <laughs> Yo, first off, why is it a scene where real life, real life Tiger is in this scene singing Rack City and they just stop. This girl walks into the middle and it's just twerking for 45 seconds. Of time. 
Yeah, it's just a forty-five second twerk. See, I don't know how you forgot about that. <laughs> Listen, man, when I see white women twerk, I be like, no, I get. It. I see white women twerk. I'm like, all right, all right. That's how it's, you know. Lexi can twerk though. But, yeah, yeah. Like no, Lexi I mean, can't twerk. Yeah, all right. I just had to look at it. No, it's fine. It was great. All it was right. great. Respect her and her skills. All right. I respect okay. her. And her I skills. just had to look at it. It looks like we're all virtue signaling on this episode. <laughs> what? Oh my god! <laughs> uh, <laughs> Melissa, log me out. <laughs> log me out. Oh my god! Yeah, anyway, he gets there. Mike Epson's funny because at one point he puts him in his home, and <laughs> literally, Mike Epson is a random ass cameo, and he's basically swindling. Bernie, like he's swindling his uncle out of his like out of his house and his business, but then told him it's like five to one men to women in retirement homes. I will say this: I did work in a what do they call it extended living or whatever the name of it is assisted living, and I tell you this, man, STDs was running rampant because they was yeah they not they yeah, say that yeah they was not true. using rubbers. Yeah. I was like y'all just out here risking it all. You know what I'm saying? No glove, a lot of love. Not like not today. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> mm, 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 mm. I love the idea of you were like not today. So like there were times where you were like like because this is my thing. Do, like the, dodging advances. This is my thing. <laughs> from... the, the old, all the old dudes are gonna hit on, or at least of what I've seen in my life. The old dudes will hit on like the young women, and then the older women will definitely be very nice to the young dudes, especially the ones that still look. You know, the Michelle Pfeiffer. The, the 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 Angela Bassett level ones they still out there and they just will <laughs> look man you got you got to leave you got to leave you know what I mean I feel you that's all I'm saying I've never had that experience but I understand what you're saying though. I worked in I you worked know. in it for a couple of years and they're man. not worried about getting pregnant nope nope but they should be worried about these STDs facts you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> anyway we do get a scene with a sex scene with him and some woman. The thing that's so funny is him screaming. Okay, this may be TMI, but as this was happening to him, I was like, yo, man, she fucking him. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, damn, that sucks, Bernie. And I thought about it. And I was like, man, some of the moments you just, you just, this ain't even about you. You just did. Like, you're just, you're just, dead. and when he started screaming, I love how you started that though with this is TMI. But then only talked about the events. Yeah, on man. Let's <laughs> talk about it. You didn't give any information. I'm just saying, man, because sometimes you just be there. It's like, this ain't got nothing to do with you, man. This ain't got nothing to do with you. You just. And that's all right. You just. There for, for the right. listener, Draws putting his get. hands up as if he's riding a roller coaster. I'm not riding a roller coaster. I'm not riding. A, I... As if he's on a roller coaster. That's right. You know that's saying? actually the hands are actually the hands are like the this ain't got nothing to do with this me. This ain't hands. got nothing you know, to do. They're like up, just do, they're up. Like, they're back. Clearly, they're like way back. You know, when she is roller coaster hands are like ah. There's a little bit more like movement. Ber- Bernie was screaming, and then what made it funny to me is that he still couldn't go to sleep, and this all happened in like one night. And I was like, damn, because oh, something else also happened in the in the montage that I just wanted to address, which is there's a point where he's like staring up at the ceiling fan. And then he just starts jerking off, no lube, 
and no stimulus. Like, no, like, he just by himself. That's good. He got like, there's good no, imagination, he man. He doesn't look at, I don't know, man. No, <laughs> he has nothing. I thought that was interesting. Man, that's a good imagination, dog. Good imagination. Bless him and his, his 60, 70 years. That bumped nobody. Nobody had a weird, no, that wasn't James, I think we're or, learning or so odd. much about you today on this podcast. <laughs> I'm not saying, hey, listen, hold on. I'm not, hold on. Now, look. <laughs> what, what are you about to defend I right now, want, James? I want everybody to do, everybody, do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Do what you got to do. Exist how you want to exist. James, I just you know, feel like, do, you know, as long as you don't hurt other people. How you, how you enjoy yourself, so long as you don't hurt other people. That's how I but feel. But say they hurting themselves, James. Okay. Is that what you're implying, that he's hurting himself? But that's what I'm saying. It feels like you might hurt yourself in this, in this situation. <laughs> Be kind to yourself. I don't like this. I don't. I don't like this. I don't know. This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. Whatever you're into with Amazon Prime, you can go deep. So if you're all about pop right now, you could watch pop documentaries on Prime Video. Discover pop playlists on Amazon Music Prime. And if you're really serious, order a rhyming dictionary with fast free shipping from Prime. From shopping to streaming to saving, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. So you open Google Chrome on your phone. You're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with. When you're supposed to be working. But the site you tapped on seems pretty shady. And Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh no, he's coming your way. It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl, though. Sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. Please continue. What else happens past the first five minutes? Basically, he gets a call. <laughs> he gets a call from an agent who's the uh, the son, I guess, of a former manager. This is like the Will and Grace dude, right? What's his name? Is oh yeah, Will? he's yes, Sean Hayes. Sean I Hayes. Love me some Sean Hayes. Cat in the Hat. He's great in that. I know that that's not. No one thinks of Cat in the Hat. I haven't. No, certainly not. He's great. Certainly not. I didn't is. know he was in that at all. For anyone, for anyone who knows, he is. Do you think that's that, in his obviously. top? For IMDb? There's just no way. <laughs> I gotta look. Now I gotta look. Sean Hayes. Top four IMDb are Will and Grace, The Three Stooges, Cats and Dogs. The other Will and Grace? <laughs> okay. And? Cats and... I didn't even realize he was in Cats and Dogs. The Cat in the Hat. She does the circle no two way. times. I'm not kidding. It's in his top four. It's top in his top four. four. Top four, baby. All right, cool. Then I, I, now, I now stand by the reference that I made. I want you to know that I cut that scene off and I came back and she's still twerking. She's yes. twerking on the loop. <laughs> we told you that. This is insane. Yes. So after uh, John Legend dies, which he sees on TV, Sean Hayes calls him and is like, hey, we'd love for you guys to come and sing at the funeral. Actually, wait, no. We see him say that to Samuel Jackson. Samuel right. Jackson. And, but we get... We get the call at the end of the last scene with Bernie. So we it's implied that he called Bernie first and now is calling. And this scene was interesting because the 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 guy in the in the mechanic shop is racist towards Samuel and then Samuel is racist towards him while choking him with the phone <laughs> with the phone cord. And then I guess Samuel gets beat beaten up by everybody in the shop. 
I'm going to just leave it at that. I just thought that was interesting how openly racist they both were to each other. They were racist. It's like, what? Yeah. But that was funny. They were super racist. Because I think they, it was supposed to be okay because they both time. were equally racist. They, right. They, I know. I That was the thought I had. I was like, well, I guess this is only okay even by today's standards, because they were both racist to each other? <laughs> I'm almost positive this f- film was written by two oh, white 100% men. I assume so. Robert okay. Ramsey. Well, yeah, it was. There's that. Yeah, right. that make, yeah, that makes sense. I, I wouldn't think otherwise anything. But then in the next scene, when Samuel gets home, you know, he says no. Samuel says no to Sean Hayes. He's like, I'm not mm-hmm. doing it. Then when he gets home, Bernie Mac is ruffling through stuff in his apartment. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 he is, he is. And, but he fully turns, and, they, you know, we see him from the back, so it's like, oh, is there somebody in his apartment? But then he fully turns around, looks Samuel, I de- Samuel Jackson dead in the eye, and then, and then, <laughs> very clearly is Bernie back. And then Samuel punches him, knocking him, fully knocking him out. <laughs> Which was which? <laughs> he's like, it's funny because he saw me. right when he went, woke up. He goes, he goes, what what happened? He goes, I don't know. You passed. I, I found you, you there. He's like, no, I didn't. No, I, I. He looked me dead in the eye. Yeah, that was funny. This it was so funny about this is that this is the first time I've ever seen. Like, you remember Bernie Mac and like Don't Be a Menace, and like even on the Bernie Mac show. He's, Friday and stuff. Yeah, Friday. He's always like the tougher dude. So the fact that Bernie was like such a punk in this made me laugh so much because he's basically the same size as Sam Jackson the entire time. Yeah, I did think that was interesting. I thought that that was like, I did think that was cool. I thought who he, who they both were cast because you could you could flip roles, you know, and it would be you would be getting the same kind of experience, you know, like you would be seeing nah, Sam, an imposing man. person. I ain't never seen Sam nah, be. Yeah. Ah, man, Sam got to be the... Yeah, in the first, I think it's the first Kingsman. He plays like a, he's like a hypochondriac, like kind of very reserved. He's a villain though, right? Yeah, he's still still the villain, but he's like, but he's very like, oh, I don't know. He's very like trying to, trying to like accommodate people and he plays roles like that. Yeah, but not like getting scared of other people. I ain't seen. Even as Mr. Glass, he still was out here in the streets trying to fuck shit up. <laughs> like Mr. <laughs> Mr. Glass, <laughs> that that man's name was Mr. Glass. <laughs> I ain't gonna be scared of a nigga named Mr. Glass. He was a villain, anyway. They they had this argument about like, so Bernie's trying to get Sam to do it, and I think so. There's a bit that I don't know why <laughs> it made me laugh, but Bernie goes, "What do you mean your life? You got dog food? It ain't no dog here." Like the dog is under the table, you motherfucker. He's like that. <laughs> yeah, you lucky didn't come. You lucky didn't come out and bite you. He's like, <laughs> you're like, ain't no, I am furious. Ain't no dog. I'm you the furious. dog. You the dog. <laughs> he says, "You the dog." And then later, when he leaves and comes back, Samuel is just barking. He's barking inside the room by himself. That made me. I the things that were happening are, he was eating dog food because that's all he. Can, for. And then and then he has to pretend to be a dog when his old when his old business partner is knocking on his door begging him to work with him. 
That was too much. That was too sad. The that nigga, was too the nigga sad. said, you got a dog <laughs> Ain't no dog in it. He's like, you dog ain't come out. You the dog. You the dog. <laughs> It's like it's like the also he's also like screaming and cursing at him the whole time. (laughs) He like and then he closes the door. He's like in the hallway, like this motherfucker. Yeah, close the door in my face. He trying to close that door in my face again. Oh, I tell you, oh my god, I can't believe I'm gonna this motherfucker. This motherfucker. And then it it goes back to the door. Knock, knock, knock. (laughs) And then then he's like, I've always been the bigger man. Like (laughs) also. When Sam barks like a dog, it just sounds like Sam Jackson. It doesn't even sound like he like tries to like woof woof. It's just like woof woof. Like, yeah, why you sound so regular, dude? Like, this just sounds so regular. Oh man, I'm about to go back. I'm about to go back that to my hotel. So long. I'm gonna go back to my six hundred dollar hotel. Did y'all see the outtakes for this scene? The stink. You see yeah. the outtakes? You forgot I his didn't line? see any of the outtakes. I should have watched. Them. He literally does outtakes. He's like, I'm gonna go back to my hotel get a six hundred dollar steak. Get some food, some pussy, and like he just fucks up and just like closes the door. <laughs> yo, Bernie, man, God, yo, Let's yeah, it was it was sometimes hard to watch this because there's also just like a long an, a long element, a a running element of this of like him needing pills to get by and like and like how many you know he gets a prostate exam in the in the middle of it and it's like all of these like. All of these, like, uh, how close to death this particular character is after the decades of of being in the okay. music industry. Okay. So, like, that stuff was, like, hard to watch. Okay, I got to say one thing, all right? As an older man, I had to get a physical recently, and I realized that there's no tough way to do that. Like, there's no... No. There's, like, no... I mean, but whatever... <laughs> But the um, the tough way to do it is to do it. That's how you do There's it. No Doing it is tough the tough way. way to do it. The place, the place the t- I went that's to. That's the tough way to do it. I don't have, I don't have like a, I don't I'm have like trying a. trying to imagine what that would even I don't look know. like to I do don't it know. in a tough way. All right, but stick that saying, finger you gotta in reframe it. it. <laughs> you got to reframe your POV about it. Oh, that's yeah. why so many men don't. So many men don't do it because they don't think it's tough. So like you could, you just got to know. Go ahead. Would it be just staring the doc? It would it be just turning your head and staring the doctor straight in his eyes? I'm not looking back. I'm not looking back. I'm supposed to look back at him. No, I'm not doing it, man. And the thing is, the thing is, I I didn't have no primary doctor, and so I went to this new place, and a nigga came in looking like Chris Hemsworth, and I'm like, bruh, this is not, this is not about to, we're not doing this. And it had, and it had like little handlebar things. I was like, bruh, I can't, I can't do. That's what you Damn, do. You hold the bars. It was. It wasn't a handlebar. Maybe you I assume the it was. Bars. It was like it's like when you put your legs and it felt like a little handlebar. You hold the handlebars. You stick your chest out. And I was like, man, why I does have nigga not done look, this yet? Like this nigga look like Thor. I was like, this nigga look like Thor, man. Yeah, it's. I also have not done one yet, but I realized like thirty five is around when they're like, you should probably do it. So I was like, okay, yeah, my next physical, <laughs> my, like my next physical, I'm probably gonna, I'm probably gonna experience my first prostate exam. And you know what? That's gonna be the hardest thing I've ever done of all time. You know what I'm saying? I'm, 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 I'm gonna be a straight up G when I go up there and get my exam. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what a man does. Get that exam. Get checked. Get checked. <laughs> Just making sure that everyone knows. What is this episode? Knows. 
What is it? What is it? Melissa said, What do you mean? I just told people to get checked. You get checked. Get checked. Listen, man. No, Melissa. Look, Oh, my goodness. No, don't say that. Don't say that. Melissa. She right though. That's how you do it. No, because that's not, how you do it. You're not face that. You're not face down because you got to stand up. What? Well, you got to make sure they're able to access what they need to access. I don't like this. So anymore. whatever position that is, whatever position that is, <laughs> I don't like it. Truthfully, no whatever position that is, that's the one you get. You know, doctor tells you to do it. You do it. Get checked. Get checked. How you gonna say get checked and drink your water? Like that was a beer. Like that was a beer. You gonna chug me like that was Fuck out of here. Anyway, what happens next? Just wanna read another statement here. No, no, denounce... no, 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 no more statements. You denounce what? You ne- what you de- do you denounce? Yeah, I will walk off this podcast. <laughs> what do you, but what could walk, you possibly will... be denouncing right now? Bray, I will walk out of here. I will walk out of here. Any I just denounce, you know, any any jokes or or statements that may seem like they are against the LGBTQ community. Wait, what statement? How how could any of these statements? I'm not saying they. I'm I'm not <laughs> saying they are. I'm making a general announcement. Well, now I feel like it does. And I will just reiterate. I was, and I will just. I was reiterate. talking about a physical. I, I was talking I about a physical. Think <laughs> I will also reiterate, I definitely think that uh, uh, that the reason that a lot of men do not get these checks is because of whatever kind of things they've built up in their mind of like, I'm not going to have someone stick their fingers up my butt. And I'm telling you that the tough thing to do is to be like, yep, I want to live and therefore I'm going to have someone stick their fingers up my butt. That's all I'm saying. That's the toughest thing you can do. That's the toughest thing you can do. So then they, he, they, he decides to get a 60-40 split of the money. Can't believe it. I would have never agreed to that. I would have never. $40,000. <laughs> well, as we know, as we find out later, he doesn't actually agree to it. Then they go on the road because he says, I don't fly. <laughs> Which we learn he can't fly. So, Right, he's not allowed to fly. And but he's also not allowed to he's not allowed to leave the state. Yeah. A man's on parole. Yeah. Damn. Tough life. Tough life. That's how tickle tickles itself, you know what I'm saying? Because he robbed a bank? Yeah. yeah. Is that what he did? Yeah. I couldn't figure out what actually yeah. happened. Yeah, they showed him rob rob robbing a, a bank. bank with a fake gun, he claimed. Oh, that's right. And he was like, yeah, I ain't trying to hurt nobody or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um I okay. I'm just going to say this is a sidebar. Yeah, there's we haven't like had enough one... sidebars in this episode, to be honest. <laughs> there's like one, there's like one, I mean, it's about the movie, though. There's one scene, <laughs> there's like one scene where they're driving in the convertible and they're clearly outside. They're like actually in a convertible driving. And then from then on, all of those scenes are over a, like a fake, it's like a fake, they're not really driving anymore. And it's it's very obvious. Oh, y'all didn't notice? I wasn't even thinking it was about very, it like that. Oh my goodness. There's no wind. <laughs> okay. Well, this is this is where my mind was in those in those scenes. There's no wind. The light source is bizarre. The shadows are strange. They're they're just more camera moves. And I 
they're able to and, and they're like tighter on them and all kinds of stuff they're like able to do because they're in a, a studio and it's just like really it was to me really obvious and took me out of 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 those scenes but i guess but good it didn't bother either of you so i didn't really notice but to me it's like i wasn't even looking that hard it's like so that scene was funny about the gun and him being like, I know how to hold a gun, blah, blah, blah. And then he shoots, was it the rear view? It's the car. I can't yeah. believe it. This gun, the gun, I think ruined bits for me because like that was funny. Like that one, but like, of course he's going to do that. But then later the net, like it's like two scenes from now, the car breaks down. Oh, right. And he's like kind of playing with the gun. Yeah, he's playing with the gun and then he and then he shoots the tire right after Bernie Mac, like I guess just had just changed it. Uh, just Sam did, yeah. Or right, Sam just changed it. And that's fun it was that's a funny beat to happen, but the thing that happens right after it is they connect over uh, I'm your puppet plays and they like do the they do the dance moves and stuff and to me switch it cuz it's like it's marred by this like weird <laughs> thing where they were already distraught you know they're already upset they're already on the side of the road they're already fighting with each other blah 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 and to me it's like button that scene with the with the gun fire rather than like have me be like this really hokey thing happened he already shot he it's because he, he had already, already shot the had he car. not yeah yeah he had already messed up with the gun so it's like you know, don't do it before a sweet moment. You know, like let's have the sweet moment and then and then undercut the sweet moment by the by the gun. See, I like for my. Mind. I liked I liked the way they actually did it because I I get that, but it was something about like ending that scene on an uptick versus like a downtick. Yeah, and it was something yeah. about like. Yeah. And to me, the reason I I guess I don't mind the gun is because there's a scene that at the very end of this movie when the gun comes back into play, which. What's the best way to put it? I thought Bernie Mac, his acting was really well done, but the acting almost felt so good that it didn't fit the movie. It's like when they get fired, <laughs> all of a sudden, like Bernie Mac literally is like instantly starting to cry and like start shooting the phone booth and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, this doesn't oh, feel God, warranted. Beautiful. Like it didn't feel yeah, like, yeah, but, a, but it was beautiful, but it just felt like out of nowhere. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So I, so to me, like that gun moment led to the gun moment you're talking about led to the, the one at the end. But I do understand like, them doing that dance in the middle of the street was kind of hokey, but I'm like, we needed to see them start liking I liked, each other. But I liked that. I, I don't have a problem with the fact that they did that. I just... Reverse it. And, and But I see what you're saying. Like It's like you end the scene on the uptick, so then we move into the next scene right. on a positive. Exactly. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to taste the flavoriest flavor to ever flavor? Mmm. Snapple is ridiculously flavorful, and you can uncap a Snapple real fact with every bottle. Like, cows produce more milk when they listen to music. Come on, leave the ridiculousness to Snapple and grab one of your favorites that pack a punch. Explore all of the delicious flavors at Snapple.com. So, what are you thinking for lunch? Uh, I can't. I'm getting new window treatments. Why don't you just go to Blinds.com? Because I need custom products. Blinds.com products are made to order, and they ship samples to you fast and free. Wow, how convenient. Tell me more. They can even verify your measurements and handle the installation. Plus, they're 100% satisfaction guarantee. Well, you've convinced me. Let's go eat. I've got time now. Shop Blinds.com and save 40% on selected products. Rules and restrictions may apply.
Yeah. I mean, just, you know, I feel like overall there were some like comedic, you know, shenanigans that felt a little forced. Like they were just like, we got to add a funny scene in here. So like, let's have him shoot the car and like drive into a bunch of traffic cones. And I was like, okay, <laughs> you know, like it wasn't really like set up by, you know, anyway, ultimately it's funny. I've talked about this before about like comedies that don't have a comedic, a strong comedic premise. And like this film feels like one of those where it's like the strong comedic, like the premise is just that they're like old, like soul singers who are like back on the road, don't like each other and like trying to like, but they're like not, it's like, it's, it's, because the story's a little more like convoluted, it's not about like them trying to like get back on top. It's like one person's kind of trying to get back, another person's just there along the ride, and it's really about their friendship, I guess, in a sense, which is fine. It's just that sometimes you felt that you felt the script being like, oh, what do we, how do we make this funny? I don't know. Let's have them hook up with like a mother and a daughter, you know? Like, <laughs> and it was like, yeah. Okay, you know, like, like a little funny, like they make it funny, like Bernie Mac makes it funny. But like the scene with him and Jennifer Coolidge is essentially the same scene that he had in the beginning of the movie. Oh, It's just like, done. And what makes it different is she takes out her teeth. teeth, Right. You know, but it's still the same. There's that element of like her being like. You're, you know, it's like you're old. There's that element of her being. Like, I've never oh, been I've never with an old done, person. I've never, I've never done this before, and we yeah. think, she, yeah, we think she's. And that scene is funnier. To be fair, person. that scene is. If you're going to have one of them, just have the Jennifer Coolidge one, you know. Yeah, but then also you get the the right. big payoff of like Sam Jackson being with the daughter, right? Which, which was yeah. funny. Yeah, that happens. What is crazy to me is Jennifer Coolidge. I know is super beloved. I've been watching her since American Pie, you know, since like 2000. But it's so fascinating because this character, Stifler's mom, almost still feel like the same character from White Lotus. But like the character from White Lotus got her like an Emmy nomination or something like that. Or maybe she won. And I'm like, yeah, it's the same. But I don't know if a black person could do this. I don't. I genuinely don't know. No, I, I actually think I think Eddie Murphy. I mean, granted, he plays a, a wider variety of characters, but I think that he did it in that way of like uh, he didn't win the Oscar, but he got the nom- he got the nomination for what's his name in 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 Dreamgirls, and that. Oh, go ahead. Oh, my, my only thing ahead. about that is like if I think about Eddie, Beverly Hills Cop isn't the same thing as. Is Jimmy Early, thank you. Jimmy Early. Like, he isn't the same as, to me, Jimmy Early or even Prince Hakeem. Whereas if I think about Jennifer Coolidge, yeah. it is this. Yeah. You could tell me that's the same character that was on Two Broke Girls. It, like, yeah. I just don't know if a black person could pull off doing that for so long and then get, like, cheers for it later on. I don't know. Yeah. The difference, I think the difference, though, is, is that, like, or what I mean, because I, I know what you're saying. Eddie is is like a character actor, though. Like he 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 characters come naturally to him. So what I meant, what I more mean is like playing Jimmy Early is like he could do that in his sleep, you know. And but but because he's doing it within the context of this movie, he gets this nomination because now certain eyes are on it in a certain way. 
similarly to like Jennifer Coolidge, who plays this this very specific kind of character, and but she's finally getting a nomination for being within the context of this premiere. Mm. That's you know, that's you know, you know what I'm saying. I, I mean, I mean that, but like Eddie is a more facile character kind of performer. I get True. that. I get that. I get that. And then what happens after that? They they run. They get in the car. What happens? Where do they go? Everything is so random. Is this when they need money and they show up at the daughter's house and we see Atheon Crockett? Atheon. <laughs> What's his name? His real name Atheon is Atheon Crockett. Randomly being in this movie. Yeah, randomly. That's that his is real his name. real name. Oh yeah. Incredible. Yeah, that's the real name. Incredible. He was supposed to be like the next dude. Like he had a sketch show on Fox at one point. I think I just saw him like a month ago. He threw some party in LA. And I was like, I think I submitted to that show. Yeah, it was like a sketch I didn't show. Get on it, obviously. But it, yeah, and it was only like eight episodes or something. Yeah, I'm not even like, sure it lasted it a full season. Yeah. But he's been a funny dude. He was on Wild and Out a bunch. Yeah. Like he was supposed to be that I'm guy. A fan. His impressions, incredible. Yeah incredible impressions yeah he was really good he you know what it was he just it's funny because when i think about his impressions i always think about him and jay farrell because they were around at the same time whereas like jay farrell could do the impressions spot on but like you know how sometimes with impressions james you do impressions the funny thing to me in an impression is like taking that one cork like little, little 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 tweak and just like having fun with that where like jay would just do the impression but then you would look at effion and effion would like he would do it, but it almost always had a hood factor to it. Like, no matter what it was, it'd be so fucking funny. So funny. I mean, I I, I even think that, like, that I, this, might, this is going to sound like shade to, to Jay Farrell, but it's, it's not. But it's like, he's so, he can be so expertly the person that, like, sometimes he doesn't have, it, it doesn't have to be a joke or it doesn't have to necessarily be comedic writing to do it it's like i sound just like this person and so you're getting you're getting laughs from like the familiarity and from you know and from and from just how and the the people the, the bewilderment of how good it is and then but afion's coming from he's almost always on top of that making sure that there's a joke with it you know which yeah which it's it's both impressive you know but it's a it's a shame that like that you know that Atheon did not become the next dude because he really seemed like he was poised. I mean, super funny. I mean, him in this movie, like, there's <laughs> some old niggas at the door asking for your mom. Is that what he said? <laughs> like, and then it was just something about, like, you know, after Sam Jackson has to go rough him up, and he's like, yeah, and this is going to be like to break your arm. Break my arm, break my arm. Ah, you old niggas. I'm about to... and it, I don't know, man. He just... <laughs> He played that pathetic, like, dude, so funny to me, man. Like, watch this movie. I was like, yo, that dude just, ah, they should bring Mad TV back or something. Like, they should. They should. I mean, they've tried three times. Oh, did they? I didn't even know. I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah. I've, they've tried a few times. Oh, man. I'll... At least twice, but maybe. Three. Oh, man. I love the, that they used this as an opportunity to bring up sampling. and. Oh, yeah. And like, you know, that was a cool moment of seeing them kind of connect on like, yeah, like, you know what you're listening to? You know what you're using? That's us. You know, that's this dude right here. You know, and like we get to kind of see they've been, of course, at odds for most of the movie, but we get to see them kind of giving each other props. I thought that was really cool. And then and the 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 cronies with with Atheon were very funny, too. Like they just were kind of. I, I haven't quite seen it like this before. It's the it's the Abbott and 
it's not Abbott and Costello. It's it's Tweedledee and Tweedledum kind of thing. But there's three of them. And so Atheon would say something and then both guys would would repeat the thing. Like instead of just one of them repeating, it was like one would say it and then the other one would say it. I thought that was I thought that That one guy, the skinnier one, he's he's on Real Husbands of Hollywood. He plays like Kevin Hart's assistant on it. And he's super funny. Super, super funny. I'm your Did you all like what was he he was like a the their manager, the like Oh, the the weird white white dude. Adam Hirschman. What else is he in? Because I just kept thinking of like, I've seen him and stuff. Bro, he's in Accepted? Yes, that's that's the movie I'm thinking of, Accepted, specifically. He was also in Hot Tub Time Machine 2. There's a Hot Tub Time Machine 2? Oh, that's... Yes. Yeah. It's not as good as the first one. I mean... He was also in movie. I Now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry. Oh, Chuck and Larry. Hey, we, don't, we don't bring that movie up. We don't, we don't. I just did. It He's happened. also in. It did happen. No, you don't. You don't bring that up. We don't bring up Chuck. I, don't worry. I already made my statement. I'm good. I don't like this. He's also oh in Harold and Kumar Escape from Guant- Guantanamo Bay. Love that one. Actually. I haven't seen all the way through a single Harold and Kumar movie. All the way through. What? Not a single one. All the way through. Oh, Not you should watch Harold one. and Kumar go to White Castle. That one's good, right? It is. Yeah, it's funny. Well, they're all good, right? I like, I like, like, I like all... that one. I like Harold and Kumar, the Halloween. I mean, was it the Christmas 3D one? Like, they're fun. Yeah. You they're know, fun. it's stoner comedies, but. Right. Well, why, 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 why you say it like that? Why, what's that about? I'm what's sorry, it? you're right. Hold well, on, no, let me he's read the statement. Saying, he's saying... <laughs> Don't. No. no. <laughs> he's saying it in a, in a, meaning he knows that I'm not a stoner. And and maybe I might not connect with Got it. the. I I'm just not, kidding. Stoners don't have protections. I can make fun of them as much as I want. Sorry. Sorry, you don't have protections. Sorry, you're not a identity group that I have to tiptoe around. There was a Snoop. You're Dogg freaking movie stoners. That, you're wow. pot that literally heads. opened with. Okay. I literally opened. Okay. I don't like, right. You I don't are like potheads. <laughs> I don't like I don't support any this. of this. Pothead. There was a oh my gosh, a Tell Snoop Dogg movie that opens with that opens with if you are not smoking, this will not be funny. Like there's like a disclaimer. Are you serious? Like a yes, and I and I like wanted. I remember wanting to watch it because I like read the logline and thought the logline was funny. But they go so hard on this disclaimer, like they don't let it go. I think there's even someone reading it, so you like feel like you're being scolded. And it, and I was just like, well, I don't have any. <laughs> no, I wonder what movie it was. I don't have. <laughs> was it the one yeah, with Wiz Khalifa? Was the... it High School? Oh yes, High School. That's exactly that's exactly the movie. And I was like, oh, I'll, I'll watch. But, but, yeah, I'll but, watch high this. You know, and they were like, listen, if you are not smoking right, if you yo, if you're not smoking right now, if you're not smoking right now, then then put put turn the movie off. That's real. I don't see that's real. If you ain't smoking right now, turn that movie off. You know what I'm saying? Because what you doing? And I did. I did. I ultimately did turn the movie off. But that, you know, it was. A, I felt bad. I felt like I was like, oh man, I really wanted to partake in that. And because I was not a stoner, or even not smoking at the time, really was really, then I wasn't gonna enjoy it. All right. Well, that was a good tidbit. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't supposed to be a diss. This is like, all right, cool. <laughs> Listen, 
we meet. But we yeah, meet that's so what I do. There's this whole, drop them. Oh, God. you know, storyline with the daughter of the woman that they kind of bro- broke up over because Bernie Mac slept with Samuel Jackson's woman. Did he marry her? He did marry her, too. Mm-hmm. And then he, they got divorced. I, yep. She left. I don't even know if no, they, they formally got divorced. I, I think they got divorced. Right, because remember he said he had married four of the he married three other women after that, and they all left him. Oh, okay, all right. Because he was divorced four times, divorced four times. They go there to see her. They they realize that she's passed away, and but she has a daughter who neither who both of them are like we don't know didn't know that they she existed, and Bernie certainly doesn't. Bernie's like, oh my goodness, that's my daughter. He's a silly rabbit. Silly rabbit. <laughs> Eventually we find out that it's actually Samuel Jackson's daughter and that Samuel Jackson knew about her the whole time and has been sending her money secretly because he wind up cheating. But never unveiling himself. You know. So first right. Bernie Mac cheated. Then... Which, which I didn't thread this at all. But I'm now, think, now that we're talking about it out loud, it's like, oh, that's why he doesn't have any money he's been he's been giving her money all this time you know at the beginning he's like well, why don't you have any money you, know, you didn't save any of that money you know but yeah but that's why yeah i mean it's one of the yeah and then she can sing yeah. he hears and she can sing. sing she's a really good singer. sam hears her singing that's miss martian for those who in the cw Arrowverse. that's miss oh. martian miss mm-hmm. martian nice. okay why do why you keep saying it Cause she's the female, she's the female version of Martian Manhunter. So she's like super cool. Just so that we know that's who she is. And she was on this really cool show. She was on that, the, 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 the teacher show. What's, oh, y'all know the name of that show with the teachers. Abbott Elementary? The name of the show was... You said with teachers. What? The old show. Boston Le- Public? Boston Public, yes. <laughs> Boston Public. Mm-hmm. Well, look who is dropping tidbits now. <laughs> who who was that? Me? It was Gerard. Oh. No. <laughs> what a failure. You didn't even know the name of it. Wow, Dreamgirls came out in 06? That was so long ago. Yeah, I remember that. High school, baby. Damn. Damn. Norbit ruined everything. Low-key, Norbit is so offensive. But it really wait, is. Wait, are we? Oh, we're still recording. Never mind. You want to continue about something being offensive? Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Just let us know what you find. You know what things you find offensive and whatnot. Nope. Y'all are messy, <laughs> man. Y'all are so messy. Listen, we are starting this episode at my initial thoughts. I don't know <laughs> what's messy so about this. Messy. We are on the right side of history. Oh my God. I want no parts of this. Are we still, are we done? Melissa, what? We've been here how, for is an hour. So, how is Soul <laughs> Men taking this long? Because y'all niggas keep being reckless. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, man. Soul Men is taking this long to get through? All right. Well, no, I was speeding up the storyline. I, I kind of, you know, because, no, we have, we, we're, we're here. Like, okay, so they go to a hotel. There's all this these antics because they they get the daughter to come with them about to see some more breasts soon here come the breasts that they're being the photos the only in the photo yeah. yeah in the photo yeah we've already seen other mm, breasts. photo we've seen a lot yeah these are photo they go to this hotel they're both banned from the hotel because of 
parties that happened in the 70s. Yeah, George Clinton, wild. baby. Yeah. They, I think George Clinton this is the one who funny. brought over I the... Thought, I thought it was funny that they, like, didn't remember... You know, they're just going, like, yeah, this is the hotel. We got to go here. They didn't remember. And then both of them had, like, huge infractions. But then, the, the, ultimately, they destroyed the hotel again. I thought that was very funny. Yeah, because they wind up fighting with each other. Yeah, they, they get to the hotel because the manager puts it on his credit card. Samuel Jackson had a funny line when he came in. He was like, where'd you get where'd you get your clothes at? Rent-a-pimp? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was so hyped, too. He was so hyped. Oh, man. Uh, he was really into them. He really liked them. He was a genuine fan, you know? I thought that was. I thought I liked that he was a genuine fan of. Theirs, yeah, it was cute. I liked it too. You know, who kept trying to pick up women. What did he right. say? He said something like earmuffs or something like. He said yes. He goes. He goes. I play. It's oh like the harmuffica. The harmuffica. I was like, whoa, goodness, uh, that is that's aggressive. One of those it was not only aggressive, but it was like this joke feels like a lot, you know, like it like every like all of the like all of the sex jokes in this felt like they were like, we are going for this one, you know, like, it was like OK, but he doesn't have to say Harmuffica, you know, <laughs> he doesn't. And I denounce misogyny and <laughs> all forms of it. <sighs> Mike, are we at the end of the movie? They get, they get to, ha- they yet. get to we Harlem. We certainly are not yet. They don't it's get to so, Harlem. Isn't it yet. funny that the more you say that you denounce things that you denounce, it, they, the more insincere it feels. Yes, and I'm saying this is we in why... Harlem. We in Harlem, which is crazy because I do denounce all these things. Genuinely, Melissa, right, help, right, what? but it, but it, oh, it starts God. to, lo- it loses its meaning a little bit. And then if anyone goes back and listens to this, they're going to go, well, he certainly doesn't denounce those things. <laughs> you know what? People are going to think there's no way he actually denounces them. Otherwise, he wouldn't say it. If anything, <laughs> he's supporting them. And that and that is how we get and that is how we get where we currently are. Right and that's now. and that's the because cruel, even and that's the cruel if, joke of it all. Yeah. Yeah. Because even if you do gonna say i'm done to be clear I'm, i do hey, denounce everything I'm, that i just so y'all know i'm done but that's what i'm saying i'm, I'm it's like it's like if you if you i finished what we said nicole open but they if you do this they do the show <laughs> like <laughs> everything works out i'm done you listen to the monologue it doesn't sound like he means any of those things he says and so then when you do that it's like well then do you is that where you stand, bro? Like it does. I don't know if so I believe they you. To, they have to get. They gotta get. <laughs> I don't know if I believe you. Bernie gets Sam Jackson out of jail because he thinks because he thinks Sam Jackson is dying soon because he sees some pills. He gets him out of jail. They make it to Harlem. They he, t- they, he, he points a gun at a cop. Let's be clear. He gets him out of jail by pointing a gun at a cop and being like, "Unlock it." And I, when that happened, I was like. Even for a comedy movie, that's pretty serious. <laughs> like, that's intense. Yep. And then, and then when that's done, you know, they get on the road, they get to Harlem. Sam Jackson's, free, I mean, it was it Bernie's freaking out because he's like, oh, no, he dying, blah, blah, blah. But he's not actually dying. He just got like a bladder infection. So it hurts. He has a pee. kidney stone. 
kidney stone. That's what it is, a kidney stone. Then they perform, and then that's it. Their lives are better. Well, they go to jail. Uh, they say they spend some time in jail, but when they get out, they have like a, like they get to make a CD or, or whatever. Which is a little wild because I feel like you would go to jail for a pretty long time for doing what they did. <laughs> Actually, it's really wild because they probably could have just made the CD in jail. You know? Ooh, yeah. Do the phone. Huh. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. you could have just, they could have just made it and that happens all the time. That is true. Well, this was fun. Guess I'll see you guys. I'm trying to, is there later. anything else that happens at the end of this? No, I think that's it. All right. Rate and review the podcast. You know, Gerard's trying to go so. No, don't you want to talk to Hollywood? No, I don't. And I I do not. I don't know where Hollywood is. I I got nothing to say to Hollywood. No, no, no. No, no, no. Not me. You you usually have a lot to say to Hollywood. No, I, nah, man. Not, nah, uh. I got nothing to say to nobody. I got nothing to say. Well, here's what I. So. Oh, wait, I don't do a bit anymore. Never mind. I don't have anything to say. Look at that. We just a bunch of people with nothing to say. I'm still mad that you retired your bit when I try to retire mine. I, listen, <laughs> we didn't, <laughs> none of us asked for this, right? You know what I mean? Like, we didn't, <laughs> we, we didn't <laughs> ask <laughs> for the bit to not work in that context, in that moment, you know, the the, the feeling just wasn't there. What could my new bit be? I'm gonna come gonna do a call to action. You know, if you guys oh, have an man. idea for a new bit for me, you know, just let I me tweet at me. This. Tweet at me, let me know what you think. Oh, we still okay, doing fine. This it's time podcast. for cause. We rate yes. review films not based on how much we like them, but whether or not oh my they help the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. If it helps that cause, we give it you a black. You hit black really done. hard just now, as if perhaps huh? this movie didn't do that. <laughs> it no, had, it gave the vibe that. of like, this one doesn't have the black act. <laughs> if it somewhat helps the cause, we give it a white palm. If it if it doesn't help the cause at all, we don't give it anything. Oh, so shit. Race, so wait, man. hold on. Wait, I'm sorry. Hold on. Oh, oh shit. Oh, no. Uh, oh, okay. all right, here we go. Uh, I'm fine. No, I got it. I know what I'm going to do. I know what I'm going to do. Three. I know what I'm going to do. Two. I know what I'm going to do. Okay, so y'all, okay. y'all trash for this. <laughs> what? <laughs> we gave the correct rating. There's two white palms, and then James gave it a black fist. Here's, the, here's why. So, so I was about to give it a palm. But the reason I gave it a fist is because how many movies is Bernie Mac lead of? True. I don't know. This is the last one, though, because he died. All right. What the fuck? <laughs> All right. Get me. I'm done. I, I, so, hey, hey. so thinking about it within the context of when he was cast. <laughs> That's true. Let me say when my... Imp- they, when they made this film, uh, this was one of the... You know, because Bernie Mac, and specifically Bernie Mac, I actually think. Oh, my God. Is he, he famously has that, like, moment in king of kings of comedy when he's like why why i ain't got no show give come on can i have a show i'm just as funny as these dudes right and so i do feel like this is an example of that i mean granted this is much this is far later than than when that show was on but like this is another example of him being elevated in hollywood and having this sharing this co-lead with with samuel jackson and so had he not passed, you know, I think that this is an example of one of those times that he could have been cementing himself 
as a leading man, as a leading man of comedy. So for that reason, I gave it a fist. Okay, to get me off of this podcast, I gave it a palm. I gave it a palm because I think it really only helped Sharon Leo. I think like Bernie, like, because you know what it is? I think this movie to truly help Bernie needed to be like a classic, especially how this movie ended up being like one of his, his final ones. It didn't make that much money at the box office. So I gave it a palm. Yeah, it was his last film. It didn't do well at the box office. So, but thank you all for listening. You can follow us at Black Men Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Blackmenpodcast.com is our website. We have links to merchandise like t-shirts, can buy via T Public. We have a link to a defunct Patreon, a year's worth of episodes on there. No new episodes, but if you subscribe $5 a month, you can listen to that and then unsubscribe whenever you want. We also have a show coming up at the UCB Theater in Los Angeles, Upright Citizens Brigade Theater in Los Angeles, December 4th, 7 p.m. It's called Black at the Movies. So tickets are only $10. We suggest buying them ahead of time before it sells out. You can find a link to that at blackmanpodcast.com. If you click on shows, I think I have it on my website as well, johnbraylock.com. James? Uh, you can follow me at James Third Comedy, jamesthirdcomedy.com. Third is 3RD. You can listen to my radio show, Corrupted Files. It's every Tuesday at 6 p.m. on the AMP app, 6 p.m. Pacific time. You can follow me at Drob Milligan on Twitter and Instagram. And for the record, you know, I wasn't on this episode of the podcast. Just you so sure knows. that's an I absurd thing to say. You're I wasn't on the on podcast it. saying you weren't on the podcast. Basically, I want people to know that, that like sense. a lot of things that happen on this podcast, I'm not a part of. I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, agree with or love. So it's like I, I wasn't here. You know, mint. Wait, you don't agree with condemning anti-Semitism and all? Its I don't like. I don't, I, I don't. I don't like how things played out. I don't like how things played out. So you, you don't, don't agree with that, condemning right? homophobia. Like, I, don't like how, I don't like how. I don't like how, how I don't like do how that? the phrasing of things happen. I don't like how often it happened. So I'm gonna just say, I don't know. He's the one who says it. All right, listen, y'all leave me out of this, okay? <laughs> y'all leave me out of this. Ah! We love you all. We'll see you next week. Peace. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production, produced by Melissa D. Bonds. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcast on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at foreverdogteam to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. <coughs> What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today!